weather, you protect against competitors and factors that might uh, slip in, uh, misunderstandings and so on, and you grow your customers carefully, and when you get them, you develop them and you harvest them. And this is the way you look upon your marketplace. You take the long view, you think long term, rather than hit and run. You think in terms of building up a customer base that can generate you income year after year. And this brings us to number five, your key organizing principle in market analysis. This is your key organizing principle in market analysis, or principles, if you like, are first of all ROE. We said before that the key to strategic planning is return on equity. Your equity is your energy. Your equity is your time. Your equity is your energy. So we talk about return on energy. How do you get the highest return on energy from your activities? And the second part is what we call ROTI, which is return on time invested. All market planning comes down to you maintaining and increasing your return on time invested. Your most valuable and precious resource is your time. Everything you're earning today, you're earning because of the way you use your time. Your job is to use it better. This brings us to number six. The starting point before you even go in the field is to ask, what do you sell? What do you sell from the point of view of your customers? What do you sell in terms of what does it do for your customer? Not what is it. Junior salespeople always have a tendency to sell in terms of features and compete in terms of features. Superior salespeople compete in terms of what it does. They compete in terms of benefits and solutions. How does the customer benefit? How does it improve his or her life? What problems does it solve? Top salespeople see themselves as problem solvers, as helpers, as advisors to their customers. So once you've determined this, then you ask this question, who are your customers for this? And who are your ideal customers? In other words, who are the customers that can most take advantage of your product or service offering? Define your ideal customer clearly. Define your customer in terms of his or her position, background, knowledge, education, experience with your company, um, place in the buying cycle, uh, financial status, and, and so on. And then ask yourself the question, why do they buy? Why do your customers buy? Why do they buy at all? Why do they buy from you? And if you don't know, go back to your existing customers and ask them, why did you buy from me? Most salespeople don't know. Number nine is ask, why don't they buy? If they haven't bought from you, nothing wrong with that, but at least go back and find out. Go back and ask your customers, why didn't you buy? I appreciate your looking at my presentation and proposal. It would be really helpful to me if you tell me, why did you decide not to buy? And ask them what it is. Sometimes they will give you an insight that will enable you to dramatically increase your sales. Number 10 is, why do they buy from your competitors? If someone has bought from your competitor in the past and you're calling on them, this is an opportunity to say, what particular advantages, benefits, features, and so on did you perceive when you purchased from our competitor? I'd be really interested in knowing. And you know something? Customers will tell you. Then you have to ask yourself, what can you do to offset the perceived advantages that your customer has from buying from your competitors. Remember, perception is reality in the mind of the customer. Number 11 is how do they buy? How do people buy? 
what are the major buying influences? Do you know that the primary reason why people buy anything is because of word of mouth? What are the reasons why people buy? Why did you decide to buy this at that time? Sometimes you can identify who your very best customers can be by finding out why your customers buy and then focusing your efforts on those customers that are closest to buying. That brings us back to highest return on investment, highest return on energy. Where are your customers? Where are your customers? Now, where are your customers geographically in terms of return on energy? And we know that you should work and exhaust all of your customer potentials close to your office before you go any further afield. But where are your customers geographically? Where are they, if you like, in time and space? And where are they in terms of position? Where are they in the companies? Many people have found that their sales efforts have dramatically improved by simply calling on different...